Welcome back to episode 20 of Global Maritime News, the podcast, bringing you the most impactful news reports and analysis across the global shipping and supply chain industry over the past week. I'm Levine, your host, and as of Monday, 30th of May, 2 p.m. Singapore time, these are the major stories. First up, Iran seizes two Greek tankers following Greece's seizure of Iranian oil last month. Next, North and Standard P&I clubs, two of the world's best-known protection and indemnity insurance clubs, will proceed with a merger. And for bunker prices, VLSFO bunker prices have spiked beyond $1,000, with the widest price gap in Singapore. Moving on, Yangming and Wanhai are the latest shipping companies to join the newly launched Silk Alliance by Lloyd's Register, and this will be a group of companies creating initiatives to achieve maritime decarbonization. And lastly, Singapore's Maritime and Port Authority appoints 18 students as inaugural Maritime SG Youth Ambassadors to promote the industry. So starting off with our first story, last Friday, Iran seized two Greek flag Swiss Max tankers in the Middle East Gulf, which sparked strong diplomatic protests by Greece's government. This seizure was carried out by the Islamic Revolution Guards Corps, the Iranian regime's elite military organization, who boarded the two vessels on helicopters while they were sailing in international waters off the coast of Iran. This incident follows Greece's agreement to send Iranian oil from seized Russian Aframax to the U.S., which was reported a day before. This decision by the Greek port police has reportedly angered the Iranian government, and the Aframax containing Iranian oil was arrested on the 15th of April by Greek authorities. They did so in accordance with sanctions implemented by the European Union following Russia's invasion of Ukraine in February. Iran's seizure of two Greek tankers can be seen as a retaliatory action after Iran condemned the Greek seizure of Iranian oil in April as an international robbery. In an update on Saturday, they seized Greek Swiss Maxes were moved to Bandar Abbas, and all crew members were reported to be in good health and had communication devices returned to them to communicate with their family and management companies. So moving over to the marine insurance sector, North and Standard P&I clubs, two of the world's best-known protection and indemnity insurance clubs, will proceed with a merger. Following a vote at separate member meetings on Friday, the proposed merger of two of Britain's best-known P&I clubs, North P&I Club and Standard P&I Club, was approved. In March, the two clubs announced their intention to merge, with initial members voting overwhelmingly in favour for the combination. With consolidated annual premiums of around 750 million US dollars, the merger will create one of the largest providers of mutual cover in the maritime industry. The merged company will be rebranded into North Standard and both CEOs of the currently separate companies are set to work as joint CEOs. They both believe that this new company can be up and running by February 2023. Sharing more about the merger was Standard CEO Jeremy Gross, who shared that this will deliver added value to all members as both companies share complementary cultures, ambitions, and approaches. North P&I Club CEO also shared that their P&I Club members expressed overwhelming support based on the tangible benefits for ship owners that consolidation will bring. Both CEOs also highlighted that both parties entered merger talks on equal footing and was not a North takeover. The merger is still subject to be approved by all relevant regulatory authorities. 
Next up, VLSFO bunker prices have spiked beyond 1,000 US dollars, with the widest price gap in Singapore. So, global average prices for very low sulfur fuel oil, VLSFO, shot up last week according to data from Ship and Bunker. Moreover, the price differential for high sulfur fuel oil at Singapore, the world's largest bunkering hub, has leaped to a record of $359 per ton, a gap that was just $80 at the end of April. And this price increase can be attributed to limited supplies. The extreme price movements in Singapore and the very large high five, as the bunker price differential is known as, are also due to lower HSFO prices with Russian volumes moving east rather than west. In Rotterdam, Europe's largest bunkering hub, the high five is half of that of Singapore. The rise in crude oil prices that followed Russia's invasion of Ukraine is clearly visible in Container Line's bunker fuel surcharges. According to container data platform Zeneda, average fuel surcharges have risen close to 50% across all trade lanes. The platform updated that as bunker prices remain high, these surcharges are unlikely to fall anytime soon, and some shippers will face even higher surcharges. Moving on, Yangming and Wanhai are the latest shipping companies to join the newly launched Silk Alliance by Lloyd Register, and this is a group of companies creating initiatives to achieve maritime decarbonization. So as launched by Lloyd's Register's Maritime Decarbonization Hub, this Silk Alliance is paving the way for maritime decarbonization. They have members including MSC, Express Feeders, Keppel Offshore and Marine, as well as Asian Development Bank and ING Bank. So based on the Lloyd's Register Maritime Decarbonization Hub's first mover framework, members will draw on their individual areas of expertise to develop a fleet-specific fuel transition strategy for container ships operating primarily in Asia. This cross-supply chain collaboration, named after the maritime section of the historic Silk Road that connects Southeast Asia to China, as well as the Indian subcontinent and the Arabian Peninsula, it is dedicated to delivering learnings to enable safe, commercially viable, and sustainable maritime transport in support of the industry's long-term strategy to decarbonize international shipping by 2050. And moving on to our last story of today, I'm delighted to share that Singapore's Maritime and Port Authority has appointed 18 students as inaugural Maritime SG Youth Ambassadors. Among them are my friends from my university and myself, and we will be working with MPA as well as other maritime organizations and institutes of higher learning to highlight the wonders of the maritime industry and to promote it as well. So this is a wonderful opportunity as well for this podcast to possibly diversify into various types of content, so do stay tuned. And with that, we have come to the end of episode 20 of Global Maritime News, the podcast. And it's been amazing to have released 20 episodes up till now, so thank you for the support and for listening in. So if you want to comment on this podcast and the topics we've covered, you can send us an email. The address is maritimenewspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Global Maritime News. Once again, I'm Levine Tan, your host, and until next time, goodbye.